Welcome to the Fear Soul Podcast. I'm Jordan Ray, the Soul Diva, and I'm on a mission for women to love themselves fiercely, live soulfully, transform their trauma and toxic experiences, to reclaim their worth and self-expression. I chat with thought leaders and inspirational women in free-flowing conversations, with a focus on loving yourself, soulful living, emotional well-being, creative expression, and body wisdom, intended to empower you to practice self-love and guide you to your authentic self-expression. Hey, gorgeous, fierce souls. So I recently asked what you would like to hear about in relation to either toxic relationships or self-love in general. And one of the questions was, what to look out for in terms of patterns and it got me thinking straight away that actually it's not that straightforward so if you listened to the previous episode on awareness this is the starting point for everything that The only way to be able to identify our patterns is by looking back. And I, the the biggest thoughts that I had were about when I have done this, it has always been in some kind of therapeutic or healing process. So the biggest insights I've got into how I show up, how I interact, haven't come from self-help books, although I love self-help books. I've had them on my shelf since I was well, definitely like 18, 20, probably even younger. Um, And they have a place. I'm not knocking them. But for me, those deep dives, those real massive insights have been facilitated from someone else. So two examples. I was in psychotherapy for about three years um, while I was studying my therapeutic creative arts. And I cannot remember what the conversation was I cannot remember what the topic was I remember saying something to the therapist and she just looked at me and her response was well that reminds me of and in that moment I had no idea what she was going to say I just remember looking back at her going this is about to hurt she was about to put these two threads together that I had never put together before She was about to make a potential link that was going to pull up a wound for me or part of my shadow side, part of something I didn't want to look at. The flip side to that, and this is always the flip side to doing our shadow work, is it was one of my biggest insights. I, Like I said, I still cannot remember the topic. What I can remember is the feeling. And that feeling when she, re- she identified what she'd come up with and put the two together. And it really did. It felt like I had been 
kicked in the guts. There's no other way of saying it. So the fact that stands so strongly with me still, even though I can't remember what we were talking about. And then the other thing that had come up, the other example I was going to share, um, when I was doing my creative arts study, um, we were using sand trays during one of our practices. And for anyone that doesn't know what they are, they're wooden boxes with sand used, miniature characters, um, or any other items like feathers and shells and pebbles um, to create a particular scenario with and then process it. And it was at the time where I had a manager that I was struggling with and they really brought out my defensive side. They brought out my teenage stroppy side. They brought out all these bits of me. And I am purposely saying they brought out all these bits of me um, that I really didn't like. And actually parts of me that I didn't even realize were still there. Like I thought I'd dealt with these a long time before. And when we were doing these sand trays and we got to the moment of the process being facilitated and asked you know does it bring back anything and the memory I leapt back to was actually one from being young with my parents or younger with my parents and in that moment that reality of why I was becoming so defensive and why it was literally like she was pressing all my buttons. Now, what I want to say on that is obviously she wasn't doing that on purpose and she has no responsibility for my reactions and my response, that's all mine. And actually, I was reacting. I wasn't responding. I was coming from this full-on teenage place. And I definitely wasn't in my adult at the moment, or at that moment. And so when we're thinking about our patterns in relationships, why we show up a particular way, why we might attract a particular kind of person. We need to look about or what it is about us, what's going on for us to be in those positions. This is not about looking at the other person and giving our power away and putting the blame onto them. Because, as I said last time, we have to take that responsibility. We have to have that radical acceptance that we are part of this. We have taken our place and chosen to be part of this. And therefore, for you know any of the deep insights and those kind of deep dives... I would always 
be suggesting that that is within a a therapeutic process whether that's a therapist or a coach or whether it's within energy healing but where you still have somebody supporting your process whatever it is my opinion is that that's very hard to do on your own Um, and especially holding that space actually having somebody holding that space for you and supporting you in a very trauma-informed way having that support having someone reminding you you're safe for whatever might come up in the process is so important even if it's that's not in therapy but there are things that you can do and start to do for yourself so when you feel yourself reacting whether this is with your partner or your parents or your boss whatever the situation is when you feel yourself reacting the first question to ask yourself is when am i not where but when and this is where we really need to feel into our intuition and trust that first answer that comes up trust that first thing that comes up and not second guess ourselves so when you're asking yourself when am i that first memory that comes up don't let the logical mind jump in and stomp all over it just stay with it however big or small or completely different to the current situation it might appear just stay with that memory and then this is the time to get your journal if you're a journaler and you enjoy it get the back of an envelope (laughs) Um, your laptop and start writing out that memory start thinking about what it was who was there what happened and the most important bit is how you felt now this could be something that on the outside appears really big It could take you back to bullying as a teenager or or what we would consider, you know, big T trauma. It might also appear to you that it's actually something quite small. So it might bring you back to, you know, being a six-year-old and told off in, in class for talking, for example. But it's not the memory that's important. It's the meaning and the emotion that was attached to that memory. And so as you journal about when you were, how you felt, what came up, just let yourself to continue to explore that theme and think about 
you know, has this feeling, has this reaction come up at other times? Is it something that consistently comes up? Or does it only come up with certain people, certain situations? It might be that what you connect is the words that were said to you in this current situation in your adult self. It might be the emotion that came up for you that connects back to your younger self, or it might be the meaning. But this is just one way to start thinking about that process and to start looking at the patterns. And now that you start to have that awareness, every time you feel yourself reacting, you can ask when you are. You can journal on it, journal on the memory that comes up. And it will slowly start to show you your patterns. But it also allows you to start taking different action now. It allows you to now start responding instead of reacting. So you will know the next time you feel this happening, you will know that you are your 14-year-old self or your six-year-old self. And you have a choice. You have the choice to react as you always have done. Or you have the choice to just put that on hold and respond from your adult self here and now in the present. I am aware as I'm saying all of this, I make it sound so simple. And as I've said in my massive steps forward, my major insights have not come out through journaling alone. You know, I love journaling. I've had some great aha moments and some huge light bulbs, but actually really putting those patterns together then being able to release the emotion that's underneath the memory, fully understand the meaning and the belief that I associated with that memory as well. That's where I fully needed the support. And certainly the emotional release is not something that I would be sharing here that's definitely something I would be doing in my coaching work so for example if you worked with me in my three-month one-to-one the first thing we will be doing is looking at your life story blueprint and we would be going through your childhood experiences and the memories that come up and identifying some of these beliefs, identifying these patterns and the associated emotions, and then working to transform them. 
because depending on how deep you want to take this, it would be very inappropriate and unethical for me to say, oh, here's my process and uh, just go off and do it on your own. Actually being held in that space, kept safe, especially if you're going to touch on something that maybe you don't think is an issue, which is certainly the experience that I've had with my clients. Um, they think that they're touching on a memory that, you know, this isn't a problem. It's going to be fine. And actually they realize this, that this is actually quite deep and this is a really important part of how they've developed and how their beliefs have developed and why they have the relationships they have now. And so this comes back to, you know, again, if, if you've listened to the episode with Sarah Marks, where we both talk about looking backwards to move forwards, this is a subtle difference from tradi traditional coaching, uh, where it's all looking forward and goal focused. Of course, we want to look forward. Of course, we want to get you move forward and goal focused. But we also want to do it in an aligned way and a way where you can move forward freely and no longer having those ties pulling you back. And so the process of looking at your patterns deeply allows you to do that. It allows you the, the freedom and the choice. That said, moving back to what else you can do. So we've got, you can think about when you are, you can journal on it. When that emotion comes up, one of the things to do is to get that emotion moved through the body. And because right now it's stuck. It is stuck and it's associated to the, the meaning and the memory and the belief. But in your adult here and self now, here and self, here and now self even, um, you need to move that energy through your body. So move. Um, dance, go to the gym, go for a walk. Do some shaking practice. For more on the shaking practice, check out the Espresso Shots bonus episode one. And just allow that emotion to flow. If you want to cry, cry. If you want to scream, absolutely go and scream. But allow that emotion to move. I think so often, especially with toxic relationships, as adults, we look at the relationships, these intimate relationships we're having, and so often the question that we ask is, what's wrong with us? And actually, the question that we, we need to ask instead is, what did I learn when I was younger 
about myself to keep myself safe at that time, which is no longer working for me and is instead leading me into these relationships that are now unhealthy. Because that's what's got to break. Actually, one of my clients where they came in to work on their relationships and why they kept ending up back in this cycle of relationships, none of the work we have done has been on relationships, not the intimate ones that they came in to work on. All of the work we've done has been focused in childhood. Those emotions, those beliefs, all the meaning they made. And this is why having radical acceptance of ourselves, that we are not broken. There's nothing wrong, nothing wrong with you at all. But there's outdated safety behaviors that need updating. They kept you safe for a reason at a certain time and they're no longer working that way. And that's the work to look at. And I think that is pretty much the capsule when we start talking about patterns is it's working your way back and starting to think about where it originates from. And it won't be here and now and it won't be in this relationship. I will leave you with that. I will leave you with the, when are you? I would love to hear some of your feedback. I'd love to see what it might bring up for you. And as ever, if you are interested in working with me, want to hear more about my work, the links are in the show notes. Uh, just to say that at the moment, the Vox of VIP days have shifted their focus and they're actually focusing on that life story blueprint. So everything I've just talked about, working through your life narrative identifying those stories you've been telling yourself, those beliefs, and then starting the process of transforming them. So if that's something that you're sat there going, I'd like to know more, then my email is in the show notes. The link to the website where there's a contact form is in the show notes. And drop me a message and we will talk about how we might be able to work together. Take care. Thank you for joining me for yet another Fierce Soul conversation. To find out more about me and my work, please see the links in the show notes. And don't forget to like, share and subscribe. I look forward to you joining me next time.